the University of Johannesburg, the future reimagined. Hello, and thank you for downloading this edition of Innovative Research at UJ. Welcome to this edition of Innovative Research at the University of Johannesburg. These podcasts are hosted by the University of Johannesburg Library, and my name is Professor Maria Framar. I'm the Executive Director of the Library and the host of these podcasts. Today, it is my great pleasure to welcome two innovative psychologists, Professor Heidi Lawrence and Sarah Uren, a PhD candidate and lecturer in the Department of Psychology. Prof. Lawrence and um, Sarah Uren have both been doing very interesting research in the teaching and training of interns in psychology, particularly during COVID. But before we get into the question of training interns digitally, I'd like to start by asking you if you can just tell us a little bit more about the intern training program and research that you have been doing in the psychology department. Heidi, I think perhaps you can start with this question. Right. So we as a department are not directly involved um, in the, the training of intern psychologists. So what we do, um, we basically train the what we call M1 students. So that is now the Masters in Counseling and Clinical Psychology. And after they then leave um, UJ, so to speak, they go and do the M2 year, which is then their internship year. And uh, we, we both were involved in very closely involved with the M1 here. So we knew, you know, from experience, how difficult that already was, how difficult 2021 has been for M1 students. And having gone through the internship, we were wondering then, you know, how are interns actually experiencing it? Since it is a core part of psychology training, and it's really the time when you you establish and start off your professional identity as a psychologist. We are involved in a way in the internship in that we get feedback from internship sites since we started the programs. But um, like I say, we are not actively involved in that part of the training. We are just preparing students for that. And I'm sure um, Sarah will have more to say about that. So then, Sarah, can I turn to you and ask you to tell us a little bit more about your research project? I, I think just to add on what Prof. Lawrence was saying, you know, our role is really to prepare the students for their M2 year or their internship. But at UJ, both the M1 year and the M2 year form the basis of their degree. Um, so the first year is very theory orientated, but we start introducing them to practicals. And then the M2 year is um, where they really take their skills and they, so to speak, do a more in-depth um, practical with supervised psychologists overseeing their, um, their engagement in psychotherapy and assessment. Because this is such a core year in terms of developing these professionals and creating psychologists for the country, it really was important for us to understand and investigate 
what were these students' experiences like of their internship? You know, internships last year were a little bit different because of COVID-19. Um, with COVID-19, there were obviously restrictions, there was lockdown, um, and all of that shifted a lot of psychotherapy and a lot of their training to online mediums. And although telepsychology and telehealth is quite, um, it's a concept we're aware of and we've made use of in psychology, it's never at the forefront of how we work. So from that side, you know, the interns were put in a position where they were ready to get this experience and to really work as an intern psychologist registered under HPCSA, which is the Health Professions Council of South Africa. And yeah, they obviously had expectations about what that, that role would be because it's the first time they're really taking on a more professional role the year before in the M1, they're student psychologists. Um, so they're still under supervision, but it's really a year that kind of allows them to um, explore and develop those and harness those therapy skills, assessment skills as a psychologist. So our research, we really just wanted to look at what were the experiences, what were the expectations, um, how did they experience their overall training? I mean, what did it feel like that that was their internship year um, during this global pandemic when there were restrictions on contact, where there were restrictions on engagement face-to-face? And really because if we think about psychology, that face-to-face engagement has really been prioritized. Um, you know, having those interpersonal encounters in psychotherapy, um, but also from an assessment point of view, we're still in a position where majority of assessments are not done online. They're actually still done with one another with an actual assessment measure. Um, so a lot of the aspects that are core to their part of their training were very much shifted. So we wanted to know how did they manage that? What was it like with all these digital technologies? I mean, we know that um, there's been so many technological changes um, in response to the pandemic, but we really wanted to know what was that like for these students that also weren't students. They were now an intern um, psychologist. So how did they negotiate that? And what were the benefits? What were the sacrifices? Um, and we really wanted to understand things like psychotherapy, the effects on the psychotherapy training, the effects on their assessment training, um, but also on, I suppose, the more nuanced aspects of their internship that are just as important. So being able to have collegial engagement with the other interns, um, also being able to foster and build a psychotherapy supervision relationship with their supervisor. Um, how how were all of these experiences made sense of for them? Oh, and these are all the sort of questions that have um, arisen for so many different people in all sorts of different environments. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how COVID 2020-2021 have or has impacted people in um, formative moments so the internship program, as you've been explaining, is a very formative moment in a psychologist's life, just like for um, our students who had their first year of varsity online or our children who had their first ever year at school in an online environment. So if I can turn to you, Heidi, what have been some of the key things that have come out of this research? 
So, first and foremost, I think, and I think um, um, Sarah would perhaps also want to, to jump in here because we, we found uh, quite a number of things. And first and foremost, we, you know, there was that, and I think many people can relate to that, that whole excitement, you know, of, oh my word, you know, I, I've got my own office, I'm going to see clients, I've been preparing for this my the entire previous year, and everything just was interrupted. Um, it was un very, very suddenly, it was a very uncertain space for, for the, um, the interns. I, I remember the one intern specifically said, you know, I was, it was like I was a baby learning how to walk, um, even though they, they thought they knew already how to walk, basically. So um, they, especially also with the, the, the fact they were very uncertain, am I going to work from home? Am I going to work actually in the hospital or higher educational setting? What is going to happen? There was that initial anxiety, but that didn't, it didn't stop there. There was also the uncertainties around therapy. Um, like Sarah mentioned before, you know, how am I going to now connect with a client online or telephonically? Um, and most people felt it was very hard, especially in the South African context. I mean, you have to create a very safe space for your client. Um, but now all of a sudden, and it's usually a one-on-one -on -one process, right? Now all of a sudden your client comes and introduces his or her entire family to you. And it was like, you, we don't know what to do here. Because, yeah. you know, that's it was a bit like doing community or family counseling. One-on-one counseling. Absolutely. And they've never been trained in, in, in actually establishing boundaries in that sort of way. I mean, you know what you will do if the entire family comes to your office and how you will handle that. But how do you do that? on an online space. So it's very difficult to create a safe space when any family member can walk into a room at any time. And, um, you know, how as a psychologist do you deal with this when you've really received no training for something like this? Yeah, so, so the interns absolutely did not know how to, how to, to do that. And, and I mean, I have to say here that I think many psychologists <laughs> in general didn't know how to, you know, we all had to go for online workshops and, and things to actually like, like, you know, there were workshops on online data collection. There were also um, workshops on online therapy where you had to discuss the ethical issues around seeing clients online. So I think especially for someone who already feels a bit nervous, a bit vulnerable in the sense that you are just starting out now, that can be absolutely terrifying. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and Sarah, I wonder in the research, how these young interns dealt with what must have been the trauma or difficulties that people were 
experiencing before COVID now all amplified under COVID or because of COVID? Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing like an increased need for mental health services during COVID um, in general. And what we're also seeing in um, other research studies, which was mirrored in our findings, was that there was an increased need for support services um, for the students themselves. You know, it's it's one thing to sort of be able to empathize and sit with the clients and go through an experience with them. But this is also something that they themselves were going through and trying to navigate. So it was this new territory that they had never been in. They didn't know how to navigate. And there were no rules for how to navigate. How does the, the wounded be a healer? How does the person suffering from COVID help others? Yeah, and, and I think like, you know, as some of the participants actually spoke about um, a lot of losses that happened during the year. Um, you know, they spoke about sort of losses due to COVID. Um, and then others spoke about losses and the effects of COVID made those losses a little bit more difficult, like not being able to um, see people before having lost people or limitations on sort of funerals and things like that. But I think there were some people that heard of supervisors that died due to COVID. Um, and that's really quite um, quite a terrifying experience for students. You know, those supervisors meant to be the consistent supportive space um, that they can go to and that they can rely on. And not to say that, you know, supervisors are immortal and they this will never happen in other circumstances. But I think there's something about the reality of COVID really hitting home in those moments. Um, and I suppose feeling quite scared themselves. Um, and I think Heidi sort of touched on it when she was saying, you know, psychologists themselves were trying to navigate this. And I think supervisors themselves were trying to navigate this. And then they were trying to help a trainee um, navigate this at the same time as they were trying to find their feet. Um, so I think that as much as supervisors were trying to be reassuring, I think at times it did feel like they were a little bit left on their own, um, which was really difficult. And aspects such as, you know, lack of resources was quite substantial. You know, they had to now do everything online, um, which was costs associated with being online, but also what people don't realize is not just cost, but about the actual physical space. Where do you see clients? Where do you hold these therapy sessions? You know, mm-hmm. we can't assume that everybody has, you know, their own space, their own room. So yeah. these, these intern psychologists were trying to navigate these very real world difficulties. Um, and I think South Africa isn't sort of, the readiness in terms of information and communication technology isn't there. And then we're asking intern psychologists who are trying to navigate a new territory to also make sense of that, um, which is a lot. And I think what we saw in the research was a lot of intern psychologists started questioning themselves, like, am I doing enough? And there was a lot of inadequacies. Yeah, a lot of inadequacies that came up. You know, it's meant to be a year that solidifies their skills and builds their confidence. And I think what COVID did was it kind of eroded some of those spaces that normally help to solidify those skills and help to form that confidence. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think most of us felt during COVID 
uh, were we doing this right? Uh, we didn't quite know what we were doing. We were making it up as we go along. And so if this was your intern year and you were dealing with that uncertainty that everybody else was dealing, plus being in a new job, I mean, that must have been extraordinarily um, stressful for these interns. Was or does the research show that these interns had a higher sense of stress and difficulty uh, emotionally than interns do normally? Personally, I can't speak to, to how interns, you know, feel normally, but they did experience a high level of anxiety. And, and because it was so intertwined with COVID-19, I can imagine that it must have been quite high. You know, a lot of them said, and that was actually a theme, that a very strong theme that came up, how they felt that they were running on, on empty that they were exhausted and fatigued by, not just by the anxiety, but by the physical demands of, you know, being an intern during COVID-19. Um, anxiety to for those who, who actually continued face-to-face -face of bringing COVID home to their families. Um, they also had the situation where Many of them were not allowed to take leave until um, September. So there was a high level of, of exhaustion, definitely, um, and anxiety. All the time they spoke of anxiety. But the one participant, what really also stood out for me, um, said that there was really no time to have a mental breakdown. You know, So even though there was this extreme high level of anxiety, um, distress they still had to you know um, yeah. shoulder on um, basically so um yeah definitely sure. to answer your question i would expect definitely so yes and um sarah could you highlight for us what were some of the key findings of your research Sure. Um, you know, I think that um, we've kind of alluded to some of them, but I think the main sort of findings was really, it spoke to sort of three themes. The, the first was really around um, the expectations that were shifted because of all of these changes. So that spoke to sort of the intern psychologist emotions and being excited to then having to navigate this new experience. Um, like I said earlier, those sort of feelings of inadequacy, am I doing enough? Um, and then I suppose more practical considerations, like how do I do, <laughs> how do I do an assessment online? Um, yeah. how, do I, how do I become competent in this key um, skill that I need to take to be a psychologist? Um, and how do I negotiate that? And then more, more around, uh, Heidi spoke to the sort of fatigue but I think there was something about like having to be an exhausted sort of in an exhausted place, working in a world that itself is also struggling. Um, yes. So, you know, we everybody this, around you is exhausted. Yeah. So we speak to this idea of exhausted working bodies in a world of loss. Um, but I think the reality is, is, you know, because of the nuanced aspects such as, now, when you go to your work and you do counseling, you go to an office, you see clients there, and you go home to a different space. I think one of the key findings was this sort of enmeshment of life and of work. Um, because now 
interns weren't able to separate this is my personal space um this is my workspace so I think that that also aided in difficulties of them feeling contained um you know there were some really nice findings around how they got containment from their own colleagues so um in terms of their experiences with fellow interns um they said that that was a really big support and I think like ordinarily they would have been supportive in to some extent but it feels like they could create whatsapp groups they could create spaces for for them to speak about difficulties and there was really a sense of togetherness um so I think that that was one really nice outcome and the other um positive was you know some of them really spoke about how strong they really were and it really speaks to that resilience and that sense of um their own inner strengths and how they sort of built on those because they were left at times to manage and to cope and to deal with all of these changes and a lot of them reflected on you know having been put in that circumstance they really could see how strong they were i think it it both challenged them but also i think that it it provided them an opportunity to to see what they could do how do they adapt how do they manage and how do they be flexible which are all fantastic skills to have so in some ways a very challenging experience but in other ways also an experience that has maybe given people some invaluable skills or um an appreciation of their own strength and as you say resilience professor heidi lawrence and um sarah uren thank you both so much for your time today it's been fascinating talking to you and we look forward to following up with you at some stage in the future to hear how your research is progressing thank you to everybody for tuning in and we look forward to being with you again for the next podcast stay well and be safe the university of johannesburg the future reimagined